Hello and welcome to the Two Dudes Podcast, where we like to trick and treat. That doesn't make sense, but who cares? Let's talk about WandaVision Episode 6. Oh, it's getting good. It is. It's it's, <laughs> it's it's certainly getting good. I saw a tweet and and I agree wholeheartedly, which was which was the the you know the first frame of the credits where it says please stand by. That is the worst image in the entire world. It is cruel and unusual <laughs> punishment. Cool. They, yeah, they know what they're doing there. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make it so that you can only you know you only get it once a week, mm. but we're gonna make you feel that week. That week is gonna be longer than anything in, yeah. the, in, in you've ever had. Like I like Mandalorian. Mandalorian was week to week, and I absolutely adore Star Wars. But I could wait for Mandalorian. Mm, you there felt, were quite I, often times where I didn't watch it first thing in the morning. I, I waited till say Saturday, Sunday. I have to watch this as soon as it comes out. Yeah, I. To be fair, I've definitely got more into the habit of Friday nights is Wonder nights, um, mm. and I, I'm curious to see if that carries on. We got another trailer for Falcon and the Winter Soldier this week, and to me, it does not scream. I, I watch that show, they tell me it's going to be week to week, and I think, yeah, yeah, I think I could do that week to week. We'll see yeah. how it is. There's been some rumours and rumblings of certain other characters appearing, and I certainly do think there are lots of secrets hidden away in that show that we, we yeah. just have no idea about. I think the issue they've got going into Falcon and Wind Soldier from, especially with WandaVision and also then the past couple of movies being Endgame and stuff, and even Far From Home. Yeah. Every property that's come out has been universe changing. Like it's yes. changed the way we see it in the MCU. It's changed a big thing in the MCU, and I feel like at the moment, and this I do say at the moment because as we've seen with, you know, One Division, they're very good at subverting expectations. At the moment, Falcon and the Winter Soldier feels like it's not going to be as impactful in terms of how the universe operates I as actually... everything else has been. I find this idea quite funny because I remember seeing the trailers for WandaVision and not not me specifically, but I remember seeing a general thing saying, yes, we've got this big action-packed Falcon of a Winter Soldier show. And this much smaller, much smaller scale <laughs> WandaVision show um, because obviously the, the full ramifications of knowing this was going to be the multiverse starter mm. weren't really there when this, when these both... Both shows were first announced. Falcon and the Winter Soldier was first up. It was their big foot, their big action yeah. foot forwards. And now they've come out of this and it's like, it is, it is a high bar to reach. Mm. To talk on that high bar, this show has me, I am I am in. I yeah. am in and I'm already ready to sit once the last episode comes out and watch them all in order before I watch that last episode. Yeah. I'm well, so is, excited to watch I this think as this a is movie. The thing. They've, they've managed to find a way of making everything pleasable. It, like, they could have very easily introduced all these different concepts, introduced all these different, you know, twists and turns, and one of them felt cheap, or two, a couple of them just would have meant that we would have switched off or gone, oh, that, that's not exactly believable, or I don't exactly see how that's going to happen. Yeah. We've seen in many other different TV shows, characters turn from light to dark. Yeah. And this is the this is probably one of the only ones where wholeheartedly I sit there and watch it and go, yeah, okay, and just I don't even question whether yeah. it's possible, and I just go, yeah, makes sense. 
carry on. And every single time they bring something new in, every single time something changes, I still don't question it. I go, okay, cool. Now, let's find out what's next. This show has been, to describe it in a way, this is an artisan show. This has been handcrafted. It feels Mm. every word, every look, every glance has been chosen for a reason, has been specifically selected to have 50 different meanings. It, Mm -hmm. It... flows from one thing to the next i think the idea of these 20 minute show the only reason they have done it and i think the reason i respect and i'm so happy they did it is because it makes sense every Mm. 20 minutes is a different sitcom and that's what they bring apart from episode four and that's what they bring every single week is a new sitcom a new world no explanation as to why it's changed but it does Mm. i guess the closest we got was the end of episode three where we watch the transformation happen but in no other episode have we seen that transformation we've just started and this is the world you're in and you yeah. never feel like you question it but you're never like this doesn't make sense this isn't where we were last week it's never disjointing yes it just makes sense and you're just yeah. on board and and i gave credit to jack schaefer i think it was mm. i'm a showrunner for this but i think also matt shankman i believe his name is the director for all the mm. episodes just an absolutely phenomenal job with visually making visually distinct each each sitcom which yeah. i think is is relatively speaking easy when when you've got such beautiful archetypes to build from but the fact mm. that every single time you step into the real world there is a different air it yeah. feels different it looks different we had scenes in a town square at night and we had scenes on a military base at night and they felt like different planets the yeah. way they're That's shot it. the way the cinematography the transitions is between the different. two have been brilliant and yeah. like the you're right the cinematography is incredible mm. um and i think it's that i think what helps sell that is the familiarity the outside mm. world is mcu you watch it and you go i'm watching an mcu movie i'm watching captain america i'm watching you know this is just what it is that's just the way it's shot and then which is a, a massive thing in itself because to be able to for the mcu to have created this cinematic style in itself is brilliant and then for them to be able to recreate it on a smaller scale is brilliant yeah. but then the fact that they've gone okay let's not just make things look like the 20s or make things look like you know bewitched and stuff like that we'll make, make it feel like it and I've actually just remembered exactly what the last episode maybe like reminded me of Malcolm in the Middle oh is that the show it's based off well I don't think it is I've no but idea. it's the fourth wall breaking talking uh, you know when I was growing up in the 90s that was very much mm. what it was like you had you know I'm thinking of the likes of Lizzie McGuire That's So Raven yeah. Um, yeah. Malcolm in the Middle even Scrubs where he, there's very, he's very much narrating over himself but th- these shows that mm. they're not self aware but they are very self referential Self-referential, and it worked, especially in the current situation, especially with the likes of then Quicksilver's character, who was very much on the same ilk, but completely different. And I want to point out Quicksilver, because obviously we knew he was going to be a massive part of however this show progressed. Yes. But the... the the filmmakers and, and uh, the story writers here have managed to do an amazing job of giving us a character where we're all really excited to see what he does and he's also almost the audience's eye. Yeah. Like, he's asking the same questions to Wanda that we'd all be asking. It's, he's also he's turning around and doing the same things that we'd all be like, 
yeah, he knows it's not real. He knows he can just mess around. And, like, that for me is, yeah, I, I'm very much with Quicksilver, which is weird. It's for Jimmy Woo of the outside in that question asking. Mm. I think, I think to to go back to the point on the, the, the look of this show, I think the one, one big comparison that I think should be made that hasn't been made, um, and I must say, I can confess that I haven't watched the last few seasons, but I watched the first several seasons of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Mm. And I think, I think another thing is if you watch the first episode of Agents of Shield, um, and watch the second episode of Agents of Shield, they are light years away from each other. And if you watch any of them compared to this show or any Marvel yeah. movie, they are light years away. Agents of Shield had a real cheap feeling quality. I don't think yeah. there was anything wrong with the quality of the show specifically, but every time you looked at it, you were just like, "This is lazy. This is cheap." The only thing we have seen in Outside Shield is, is nothing more than we saw in Agents of Shield. We've seen absolutely nothing different or new. Mm. It's a it's a small thing with lots of tents and some vans. That's basically it. But mm-hmm. every time I see it, I feel like I'm in a Marvel movie. I feel like Captain America could yeah. walk onto that set. Iron well, Man even, could fly in. Yeah. Even I'd say the Netflix shows, which are, of course aren't cheaply shot they are brilliant and and like i think credit where credit's due it's a very different thing though isn't it but exactly but they're set in a universe where the avengers existed and it's still i don't know if they were meant to when they were first created to be a part of the mcu in any way but yeah i think having that referential style there meant that it should have connected itself to the mcu in a way that when they first presented i think it's later seasons of them and you know when the defenders came out no of course not but say the first couple of episodes of daredevil they tried to feel like the mcu they couldn't imagine iron man existing in that world i don't think at any point in any of the marvel netbook shows do i think it is in the mcu i think it was a rushed attempt a money-grabbing attempt to get on the bandwagon just as agents of shield was um and i think these shows deserve credit, but Disney Plus shows that is deserve credit for being above the cut, above the rest. They have decided we will be part of it. They have spent the mm. money to make them look part of it, well, but they've spent also the time, the yeah. care, and the consideration to make sure these ideas and concepts and yeah. visuals and the way everything feels, it feels right. Well, I think uh, yeah, and I think I think this is where we can very much put you know now on the head and say well this is where Kevin Feige's influence comes into it because now Kevin mm-hmm. Feige is in charge of both well of all aspects of Marvel in terms of the publications but also the TV and film and you can feel that because there's a there's a certain through line that you can go yes this is in the same universe and put it in there I do want to give credit as you've said to Feige of course this is his this is his masterminded project but he is only an executive producer on this. So I think, again, I just want to hammer home that these people, the directors, uh, the writers, the showrunner, they need to be hired constantly and endlessly. And this show is is a phenomenal display of talent that I know, or I think, I think will not get the awards appreciation it so richly deserves because it is slowly descending into... Um, Marvel insanity and I think if you take things like the Quicksilver reveal that has no pull with an awards voter Um, it doesn't but I tell you now from this episode I honestly feel like the Quicksilver reveal as big of a thing as it was is only the start of the reveals because I think this episode especially 
it's just almost steamrolled over yeah. five or so things that make it very like these if they were in their they own episode would have been huge things like yeah. the kids getting their powers or Vision not being able to escape and it pulling them apart or all of the sword agents getting swallowed up by the hex or I think the, and the all pace. of these things could have been very much the the pinnacle of that singular episode but yeah. they were all just part of it and Quicksilver being a part of it and knowing everything that's going on and sort of accepting everything that Wanda's doing is another part of it like in earlier episodes say episode 3 set 4 they'd have been the biggest thing yeah I, 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 think, I think it shows brilliant it, it shows the pace the speed at which the show is now moving not to make a Quicksilver pun <laughs> but I, I, I think this show isn't stopping now I think there's quite a few questions we've left to answer and I think next episode is the episode we will start to see them. I've, I pointed this out to you already but we have not seen we've seen I think two shots there are now mm. literally two shots left that we haven't seen in three episodes left um, yeah. being the one where Wanda says she's got a case of the Mondays mm-hmm. um, oh in fact there's another one where she's fixing the house and the house is glitching and then oh and more. she turns around and yeah one more where Vision says it's our home, we should fight we for it. Fight for it, yeah. And that's it. That's really all we haven't seen. We don't know if... We know there's one more sitcom being like a... I think it's Modern Family sort of mm. talking to the camera, the office style thing. And then that's it. We don't really know if... I, if if Is the Halloween era sitcom going to carry on into next episode? Mm-hmm. Or are, I, well, we, the, the, are we going to run the sitcoms down to modern day? Yeah, well, because we, we've still yet to... Like, so I have a feeling the next episode will 100% be we're going to the fair because they've turned all these people into a circus. Mm. Um, so I think that's where the next episode will go. But Maybe. But, but I don't think it'll be WandaVision. I don't think it'll be WandaVision. I don't think it'll be Wanda's choice. I think it'll be the choice of the likes of... Um, Billy and Tommy because they're not in her control now the interesting thing I want to ask you yeah is what's going to now happen to Vision he has tried to escape he's tried to tell Sword to help the people that are in there is Wanda not going to allow him out now so there's lots of there's lots of questions to ask in this episode in terms of vision and what happened, I think it was interesting that when he left, he didn't become dead. No. Tom, no, Billy. Billy's could hear him. Wiccan. Billy could hear him. Billy says he's dying. Mm-hmm. Which is odd. I think we discussed last week the point where she turns the barrier red. And yeah, I, I think wonder, can anyone ever leave? I think, yeah, that for me, that red barrier is almost like a I don't know a elastic band that will pull and pull and pull on whoever's trying to leave but, but again I don't think I don't think it's pulling because remember she had to expand it to save his life she didn't just go and get him and pull him back in that would have been so easy she expanded yeah. it to what seemingly was far further than she needed to she maybe she lost control a little to yeah. keep him in and I think we didn't see vision fade back into the like parts of a robot we knew he was in we saw him yeah. like literally being ripped to his core 
And I think yeah, something that, very interesting is happening there. That was what I expected. I, I, when he got to the barrier and when he started walking out, I expected him to almost pull a hand through and that hand to lose the colour. Yeah. And as he sort of eventually went through, he'd just almost fall apart. Yeah. Um, but beyond whatever he was, it was so destructive. I think he was dying. Yeah, um, he was being torn apart, I feel it. I think, I think, again, we've seen another example. We, we saw, sorry, I think another. We saw lots of examples of Wanda. She cannot control this whole town. She said last week that, what do you yeah. think, I'm making everyone walk their dog and go to the dentist? No, you're not. If you're not near them, they're just yeah. broken. I feel they're like glitching. it works the same way as almost like a video game would. It only loads what's yeah. in front of them. If you think, if anyone's seen the Rick and Morty episode where they are stuck in the simulation, it's very similar to <laughs> how once they walk near the edge of it, it stops existing because it. why would it render? It's like a treadmill. It's like yeah. this town is like a treadmill for wonder and vision. Whether they go, it loads yeah. around them, but it's trying to exert so much. It can't keep up with everyone. And I think now we've seen it expand significantly. Yeah. Oh boy, all, all gloves are off. I think. But the thing is those... The, the circus when we saw them in there they were still moving so has she in the fact that you know she's expanded the hex has she released more of her own power we know from comics obviously so we don't know what it's going to be like in the actual MCU but in comics Wanda's power is almost limitless she yeah. only has she almost controls it herself which is why she's able to do the whole no more mutants um, but I don't I think, feel I don't think she's any- Becoming more powerful. I don't think that anything that happened at the end of the episode is is a clue. I think it's more just the visual of the people are running away and them. It's they've become the clowns. I think if you if you change it from them, keep running. It's not necessarily clear. Yeah, what it needs happened. to. They had almost like a jump, almost like a not jump cut, but um, match cut. Yeah, it, I think it needed to keep exactly the same thing, otherwise it might not be clear to, again, the more casual viewers exactly what's happened. Oh, they've swapped them for some clowns. No, yeah. these are the same and I think, people. Again, credit where credit's due to the filmmakers, it's... Like, I honestly feel like it's seamless. Yeah. Because to be able to do that, they obviously had to film two separate scenes. Mm. Never when watching it did I feel like it was two yeah. separate scenes. I feel like, honestly, Wanda had just it. changed it. It was just yeah. genuinely brilliant. And I think that's just kind of what's happened in um, throughout the entire series, really, is that, and I know it's kind of weird to say special effects, but because in a series like this, not much really needs to go into it. The special effects in this series have been not seamless there have been issues um uh, especially in like this episode i did feel like vision when he was flying felt like okay we're back in the mcu again because the cgi is a bit weird but the other than that all the on ground stuff all the changing of things in you know in 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 shot all the you know them doing super speed and wonder zapping um quicksilver away was seamless it was brilliant it was it was honestly as if, you know, it's actually happening. Yeah. I think the the boundary comes back to the thing we talked about last week of we've now seen that Monica, who has passed through the boundary, mm. passed through the hex twice, has is changing the very fabric of her DNA and I think Almost mutating. All but confirmation that this is 
the origin of mutants in the MCU. But yeah. the way the barrier passes over people will change them to mutants, I think. Mm-hmm. I've seen some people say that, oh, that's not going to happen because what every X-Men ever was in this town. No, I think... Well, You're right, what you said last week. Yeah, as I say, bringing back to what I said last week, this, this idea growing. that whatever might happen to the hex, I feel like it won't just disappear, it will almost yeah. implode. That yeah. energy will spread itself across the world, which will cause loads of people to be almost not infected, but the mutant gene will be activated, or the mutant gene will be there or and created with inside them, and it will take yeah. a while for them. I think we will see Photon, we'll see um, Monica become. A mutant Photon, within yeah. this episode, within this series, because I think it would be. I would agree now. I think it'd be almost what could bring Wanda back. I think that idea of we're in this together. And I think because I think the issue at the moment between Wanda and getting actually trusting Monica was always he's kind of like you don't understand. You yeah. don't know what it's like to be like me. Yeah. And she could turn around if she was to develop powers and go, look, I'm, I can't, I know what it's now like to be like you. I need help just as much as you do. Can we help each other? Yeah. And I... it's almost like she could almost go, oh, well, this is new for me. Maybe I can make more people, make more mutants. And I don't and think play. she does it deliberately. I think it's really important that it needs to be an accidental decision. Hmm. Um, and I think, again, she doesn't know that she's changing Monica's DNA when she pulls her in and throws her out. It's just happening. I think we see it in yeah. Tommy and Billy. They were born inside this hex. They They've have powers. powers too. And I think it's very clear. While I thought maybe they were using their powers uh, in the womb before they were born, I think actually now they only develop them when they sort of hitting adolescence puberty, yeah. which is exactly when the mutant gene develops powers. And yeah. I think that's a conscious decision. They could have had them last episode. They could have had them as little kids, but they waited until this moment for them. They developed them very close together in time. Obviously, time's a bit iffy, but mm. I think that is more to do with it being clear to be a mutant gene. I think there is going to be one more time jump in those kids, and mm-hmm. we're going to see them become young adults. And that'll either be how they start next episode, or we'll see them age up one more time. Mm-hmm. Another thing from Monica, she has a friend. I think he said mm. aerospace engineer. Who is it? That's a question. Rumours of Reed Richards, which I think is exceptionally mm. unlikely. No. I mean, it'd be, it'd be absolutely mind-blowing, but I it, it wouldn't make sense. I think it would. Um, he is an aerospace would, engineer. No, yeah, but it would make sense to introduce him into this. I think it would. I think you could do it. I think it would be... I, a- I, don't, I honestly think the the... the Friend may be important or maybe someone we know, but I have a feeling we won't see them. I have a feeling the next time we'll see Monica is when she's ready to re-enter. No, we will see them because there is, you don't... In a mystery series, every so far, everything they've hinted at, we've seen the answer of. The Do mentions you know something? Of Pietro. So, just having a thought, it might, it might definitely be Reed Richards because she's getting something from him that would allow her to go through an energy field mm. which is what uh, which Fantastic is which Four. is the big bang which is uh, like cosmic energy which is what created the big the fantastic four you know yep. if it would make a complete sense if it's Reed Richards exactly. of course that's the fantastic four's whole their all their suits were that exact thing it's to withstand the the energy that they've got yeah i i would i would 
be interested at the very least to see if this was a pre um fantastic four reed richards this is just a reed richards who is reed richards but i would also be interested to see well maybe this is how he also gets his powers maybe the fantastic well this is the thing are also mutants maybe maybe what we see and I think this is this is being an interesting thought because obviously with Spider Man we've not had an origin story and yeah. and they've done that deliberately because we don't need origin stories much anymore. Yeah. Maybe with the Fantastic Four, the past the same with Spider Man the past two series of Fantastic Four movies have given them origins and have not been great. Maybe they do the same thing and they just go well the Fantastic Four movie is going to be them as the Fantastic Four. We're not learning that we're not getting the ha- learning how they got the powers because we've seen it five times. Yeah. It's just them as the Fantastic Four. So maybe it is this is exactly as you say, the way that they the Fantastic get Four get the powers. It would be quite fascinating to see two Fox properties just folded straight into one division. Yep, they're here now. <laughs> Don't I mean that'd be one way of doing it, yeah. Um written band enough. Other people I think it could be I think it could be someone we've seen before. We know mm. that Abomination is being brought back for the um, She-Hulk TV series. Yeah. So I wonder... I'm not thinking of anyone specifically, but I wonder if there's any other smaller or more forgotten players in the MCU that will be it back. Could, it could be a scroll. Because uh, you got to think about who, think Mon- who Monica might know. You got, And I think that's the thing. is either going to be someone to do with S.W.O.R.D. Um, or someone to do with her connection to other superheroes. Yeah, but I would say, does Monica, does Monica know about scrolls? But yeah, the she scrolls... was there when. No, does she know about scrolls who are currently on Earth? Because she was dead for five years. When did she? Yeah, but she she knew about them when, as Carol was. But I'm saying there weren't any on Earth then. They all got taken to space. I'm saying it would have to be yeah. someone who was around. Yes, maybe Captain Marvel time, but more early MCU back when she was. Yeah. Becoming important in show because remember she was a child. She's not that old. She was a child in the nineties, so it, it can't have been much earlier than that that she would have been getting involved in this sort of stuff. Yeah, I, I mean, I, it could, I, I think I, it's a new character. I, I think, think it'll be if it's going to be anyone from Fantastic Four, it'll be Sue Storm. It won't be Reed Richards. It would be. It wouldn't be Sue Storm because Reed Why? is the heiress. Because Reed, the specific scientist which she says she is, is what Reed's actual job title is. Yeah. That's what he is, apparently. Um, and there's a thing that I've seen that is him saying that's what he does. That'd um, be crazy. I think uh, another point would be I think you could put him on the screen without any explanation and a lot of people would recognise him. I think Sue Storm's just a blonde. He's got a specific hairstyle. Yes, Doctor Strange stole it. Yeah, but, but if she goes thanks Sue or something, everyone would go, Oh, I know, but I'm that. saying, like with Quicksilver at the end, yeah. she says you read Caspiatri. If you just said that's Reed, if you said that's Sue, you'd be like, who's, who's, who on earth Sue? Sue from down the road, don't you know her? <laughs> don't you know Sue? That's not, know this Sue. is not a diss on Sue Storm, by the way. She's great, but I'm just yeah, saying, and, and in the same powerful. way I think, if it was Johnny Storm, I'd be like, oh yeah, this is Johnny. You're like, okay, cool, Johnny, whatever. Ben Grimm. Yeah, or no, Ben. Mechanical. Um, I, I, I have a feeling, you, you said earlier it might not be a thing. This is a big thing. Whoever this is will be significant whether it be someone hugely important. I think you could argue it could be a member of the X-Men who is about mm. to get their powers for the first time. Could I be Beast. It could be someone like Beast. Could be Hank McCoy. I think these this will be someone important. Yeah. Quicksilver also is important. 
Yeah. Now, now I said to you right afterwards, I thought it might be Mephisto, just because of the way that he was probing her to find out what, like, how she did it. The common, the common conception on the internet appears to be that Quicksilver is Mephisto. We've seen that this is, this is clearly, in, in a way, neither version that we have seen before. This is not Aaron Taylor Johnson's Quicksilver. This is not Evan Evan Peters' X-Men Quicksilver. There is a nuance to whatever he is. You started with Mephisto, which we'll start with, because that's for general conception. But you, yeah, because here's the thing. When we spoke about this last night, you mentioned... I made a point, which is that he asks a question of, but what happened to the kids? Um, where were the kids? And yeah. it's a great question. Where were all these children? And I think, again, it's important. I love how she like, pulled them out for the, for the Halloween specials. Yeah, I think it's important. But I think the bigger question is, we believe Mephisto is running the joint. That's mm. the point of him being Quicksilver. He's come in to keep Wanda sedated. This is not a Quicksilver keeping her sedated. This is a Quicksilver who constantly keeps winding her up. Yeah. And if it was Mephisto, he would know what happened to the children because he I think, would be more powerful. Well, I think the only way it could be Mephisto or any character, I think, that is technically more powerful than Wanda yeah. is that actually, like Pietro in the story, he actually only came in later on when he was drawn to the amount of power she was creating. Maybe. So maybe Wanda did create this without realising because of her grief, because of her sadness. And she did create this entire world and then that rang alarm bells almost with Mephisto going, wait, hang on, something really powerful is going on. Just like, you know, Dormammu and um, Kaecilius in uh, in Doctor Strange, it's almost this calling. And that's yeah. why then Mephisto's came in and she went, well, I can't enter, just like um, Monica's obviously figured out, I can't just enter as myself. I've got to be almost allowed to be there. And as, Man- as Monica got chucked out, I've got to be someone that she won't ever get rid of. Mm. I think there's a certain tricksteriness about him. And I know that the mix between the two of them is very prankster. Especially, like, that's very Evan Peters' Quicksilver, the yeah. the, the annoyance, almost. Um, and then when you have the more down-to-worth conversation, it's less awkward than Evan Peters' version, so it's more Adam Taylor Johnson. I think you made a point of... So, do you want to talk about the, the mix of the two of them? So, my... Of, of the idea is... Yeah, my current theory, my current idea, basically, is that I think one huge important thing is there's lots of contradiction. There's lots of ideas that people have got, but every single one seems to have a contradictory statement. So, mm. so like with Mephisto, I think most of what he does does make sense for it to be Mephisto until he asks about the children, because why on earth wouldn't he know? Yes, it's possible Wanda's like overpowering and doing more, but is it happened so early? It doesn't quite make sense. Um, but one of the things, I don't think it makes sense for it to be Aaron Taylor Johnson in a new body, because why make it Evan Peters' body? I think Mm. it's such a throwaway line of like, he says that why would you want to see that? Why would you want to remember that? Yeah, true, but also Vision. She's remembering Vision's dead body, why can't she remember that? Mm. Um, I think we see Quicksilver when he's dead, we see Evan Peters' dead body, mm. not a flash to Aaron Taylor Johnson, which again, if he was just converting it, which would make sense. I think somewhere along the line, Aaron Evan Peters Quicksilver has been merged 
into the has had sort of a consciousness maybe of Aaron Taylor Johnson put into his body and then over all that mm. they have been put into the sitcom mindset just as everyone else has once they've got in he's only playing the part of a brother because she wants him to just as Monica yeah. could have played the part of a 1940s shield agent but sword agent but she didn't want him to or not 40 yeah. you know what I mean I think from what we hear of Quicksilver, we hear that she says, oh, I heard when I got shot calling out to you mm. and, and you were calling out to me. I think, yeah, you go, well, that's definitely Evan. That's definitely Aaron Taylor Johnson. But I say, well, we don't actually know how Evan Peters died, unless we do, because I haven't seen Dark Phoenix, but who He's cares? Not died. He didn't die. Okay, cool. Uh, so what if that's just how he dies? What if that's just yeah. how... Uh, All Quicksilver dies. <laughs> Evan Peters dies in his universe and he, before he died was pulled to this universe and healed. Mm-hmm. Um, because in that moment, it just happened to be the right time, the right moment, and yeah. it happened. I, I, um, I do I do the, agree with the idea that he's almost been given the memories of Alan Taylor Johnson because of the fact that he's in that, sort of like, in that world. I think yeah. if Vision was to do his, like, mind thing on um That's Quicksilver, what I want to see. I think he wouldn't even recognise Wanda. I think it would yes. be completely Evan Peters' uh, Quicksilver at that point. I think, and it'd be I, like, where am I? Who the hell are you guys? The other thing that makes me just still convinced this is Evan Peters is the memory. He has a memory of getting some rubbish trick-or-treat or some yeah. costumes that were made. He instigates that memory, which if you're talking Mephisto, he doesn't have these memories. This doesn't make sense. Yeah. She later says, "I'm." she later tries to memory check him. She checks that these memories are real because she remembers it differently. And I think yeah. that's the key point, is she remembers it differently. Not that she doesn't remember it happening, yeah. but she remembers it differently. More complication being, in Evan Peters' universe, they are not twins, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. Scarlet yeah. Witch is a child much younger than Quicksilver, because yeah. we see a flash of her. But it's still possible that they were they went trick-or-treating together. And what we yeah. see as on the as the viewer is Wanda's memory, but the description of it is different. Because mm. because honestly, I can't make heads and tails of what he was trying to say or what happened. But they were rubbish costumes. But what if they were different costumes, or yeah. something, or something, or something? Um, I I'm I'm pretty solid. I think again, Marvel keeps it simple. The MCU keeps it simple. If they are about to open the multiverse. It is a real punch in the face to anyone who's trying to keep track of what's going on and struggling, a casual viewer, to also be like, oh yeah, so we're about to explore lots of different versions of characters, but this version of this character from this actual universe, he's not actually the same as that one, nor is he the same <laughs> as the one from our universe. He's actually a different thing. We just cast him as a joke for people who, who knew that this yeah, guy was this. And they don't do like, anything. Yeah, they don't no, do anything by for a joke. They do it on purpose, yeah. It's too complicated. I think you could have just cast anyone as Evan Peters. It, it's still a big shock that that's... You dress him up like Quicksilver, it's still a shock. Bring yeah. Evan Peters back needs to be bringing back um, X-Men Quicksilver or it's just a mess. It's just yeah. an almighty mess and I think it will well, it will pull the show apart. Wasn't one of the descriptions... Was it you that said the audio description for... Oh, yes. Yeah. The so the audio description for when he... No, audio description, yeah. When, when, when Quicksilver turned up was Quicksilver from the X-Men universe. Yes. Again... Marvel don't do stuff like that. Marvel, says, Marvel would only say that if that's, you know, legit. Well, I, I wouldn't say Marvel. I'd say, again, from an audio-describing purpose, Darcy says she recast Pietro. 
if it was an audio description, you'd just go, we see Pietro, but not Aaron Taylor Johnson, or not this universe Pietro. Why would you specify yeah. that it is from the X-Men universe? Yeah. Unless, I, I think it could still be Mephisto if you're saying, oh, Mephisto got confused because he travels for multiverse, he dressed up as the wrong one. Yeah. Eh, again, complicated. Yeah. I think I, I'm pretty set that this is Quicksilver. And one more tiny shred of evidence, which goes against everything I said last week. So, to a degree. So, I, we were talking last week about Wanda, Elizabeth Olsen saying in an interview that her favourite comic is... I think I mentioned this, but yeah, her favourite comic is House of M, and they planned it for five years. They've been planning to release <laughs> WandaVision. I'm like, no, they didn't. No. It's the only Wanda comic. So Quicksilver, Evan Peters, is in an interview for Dark Phoenix Press Tour, and mm-hmm. they ask, oh, would you like to come back? Obviously, I think this is when Marvel had got the right. Anyway, they're asking questions about coming back or returning or doing anything more. And Ty Sheridan, and I can't remember who he's sat next to. I think it's Jean Grey. Um, Sophie Turner yeah. is just like yeah 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 this universe is great this universe is great and Evan Peters is just like eyes are shifting around the room just like he's about to get <laughs> sniped by Marvel if he opens his mouth and he just sits if you watch the video it is so suspicious just the way he's sat it, it just looks awkward you wouldn't care you'd think he's an idiot and you take well well how would he know this, this hasn't this has been like two years later except WandaVision started filming around the same time. Yeah, I was going to say, it started filming would, an age ago, didn't it? It would have been perfectly plausible for Marvel to have at least, knowing how important this is to the yeah. series, have that conversation with him somewhat in advance. Yeah. So he would be Because he needs, to keep his, yeah, he needs to keep his, uh, keep his schedule clear as well. Yeah. So uh, I think he knew ages ago, and I yeah. think this is X-Men Quicksilver. Yeah. Um, um the uh, the last thing I want to say, and mm. it's not really important, but I I really appreciate it and I really enjoyed it, was um the reference to Kickass, mm. which of course both Aaron Taylor Johnson and Evan Peters were in, um and it was just a one off line and it made me quite happy to have that reference in there. I know we say Marvel don't do anything for any reason. I'm not saying that Kickass is going to be part of the MCU, but it was just a nice little reference that I quite enjoyed. A bit different if they got. Hit girl to walk on. Yeah, it's probably not a bit. <laughs> you know, I mean, if I can't remember who plays Hit Girl, is it Hit Girl? Um, Maisie Williams. No, you're the same age. Can't remember what her name is. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> I've no idea. I can't remember her name. Um, you but if they got that actress dressed up as Hit Girl and got her to walk by, yeah, bit suspicious. You know, probably Chloe didn't do that for no reason. That's the one. Chloe Grace Moretz. If they got Chloe Grace Moretz on the set of One Division, just being Hit Girl, yeah, yeah, they're probably. Making a point to the MCU, probably a joke, but I think a yeah. reference is pretty clear. Yeah. Safe to say we are both very excited for where this show goes, and I think yeah. the only way is up, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. There are questions that are going to be answered, and there are mysteries that are going to be solved, and we'll be breaking it down for you for the next three weeks. Subscribe, <laughs> like, leave a comment, tell us what you think, give us your theories, and we will see you next time on the Two Dudes Movie Podcast. See you soon. Thank you.